Hey girl, welcome to the Fearless Chick Podcast, a place just for women, so we can have real conversations about our journeys and our day-to-day lives, weekly inspiration, and practical tips to live our lives fearlessly. I'm your host, Alicia Thomas Cromartie, life coach, author, and speaker. For more information, visit our website at aliciacromartie.com. Don't be scared. We are fearless. Let's jump all the way in. I want to welcome you back and thank you for joining me for the Fearless Chick podcast. This is the third episode and the second in this shift series uh, that we've just started. And if you've not heard about shift and the five signs that you are going through a shift or need to, I would encourage you to listen to episode number two that goes through those steps. It's really important to understand what we're talking about here. S is for season. H is for healing. I for inspiration, F fear, and T for timing. This episode, we're talking about season. What do I mean by season? It's the look on a woman's face. It's that feeling she gets when I talk about how it's time for a shift. Things are changing around her. She's gone through some significant life event, maybe a death of a very close family member a divorce or some sort of relationship breakup, having a sick parent or family member. Maybe you just lost your job, just got laid off, unexpectedly terminated. Sometimes you're feeling stuck, like you're in a rut. You know, you're being a mom, a wife, superstar worker, you're making money for somebody else. You've checked all the boxes, right? You've done all the things that they said we are supposed to do, that since we were little girls, You go to school, you do well, you go to college, blah, blah, blah. Alicia, I've done all those things, but I just don't feel fulfilled. There's more that I need to be doing. You might be drowning in debt, which could be a result of a number of not so good decisions that are maybe catching up with you. Maybe you're in a good job, but not making enough to make ends meet or for the quality of life that you really want. Maybe you're doing all the things that you want professionally, but in a relationship that isn't working for you. Maybe it's eating at your spirit rather than feeding it. Maybe you have family issues. You might be feeling overwhelmed with life and wondering, what is next? Maybe things aren't going the way you planned. You're in a wonderful relationship, but you're simply being pulled to do more because there's a difference between things going as planned And then living the life that you really want. You're just living. You're not really being. You're not really thriving. You're just existing. If any of this applies to you, the first thing I want you to do is just to take a breath. Because it feels overwhelming. And you're not sure where you are, what you're going to be doing, what's next. And if you are a high-performing woman, that is a very frustrating place to be. And so I want you to breathe. I want you to realize that things may not be going the way you want, but if you just take a moment to think about the things that are going well, the many blessings that you have, you'll just recognize that really what's going on is that you're in a season of shift. So if you heard the last episode, I talked about those five signs that you're in a shift or need to, and I talked about three types of shifts. 
you're either being pushed, i.e. maybe you got pushed out of this job, out of this relationship, um, out of a situation that you probably needed to get out of anyway, but instead of you making the move, somebody else made the move for you, or you're being pulled where you're doing the things that you planned and you're supposed to do, but you feel this pull to do something more, to do something else, to do that job, to start that organization, to write that book, to do the thing you really want to do. And you feel it every day when you wake up in the morning and you're not excited about going to work or wherever it is that you have to go because you know deep down in your heart there's something else you're supposed to be doing. That's the season of shift. And then the third one is post-haste, which means the shift happens very quickly. But I won't be talking about that because what we're talking about is going through a season of shift. And if you are in a season of shift, just like the four seasons, it's going to take a while. This series is about embracing that shift and recognizing what an incredible gift that it is to be able to be in a space to recognize that something is not right, but it's a sign. It's, a, it's an opportunity for me to move in a different direction. And so if I describe your current situation, you're either being pushed or pulled in this season, I want you to know after you breathe that this is normal. So many of us are going through this season of change, of shifting, of moving, of causing us to, uh, as I say in church, stir the waters. Because there are so many of us being pushed or pulled in this season, I need you to know that you're not alone. The difference is you have the courage to listen to this podcast and to do something about it. So I want you to pat yourself on the back. You don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to know exactly what's about to happen. You don't even have to be able to explain what you're feeling. But something that I have already said has given you the indicator that you feel like you're in a shift. You feel this because you know inside that something needs to change, but so many women are afraid. They're afraid of the unknown, what else is out there when you've lived your life according to the rules, right? That we followed all the rules, we checked all the boxes, we did all the stuff they said we should do. So Alicia, why am I feeling this way? I'm 35, I'm 42, I'm 47, I'm 50. What's up with that? So I have some good news and I have some bad news. The bad news is, because I like hearing the bad news first, I don't know about you, just get it out of the way. The bad news is that you are in a season of shift and if you really want to get to the other side, which is the life that you really want, it's not going to be comfortable. So I want you to just get in your head that it's time to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. The good news is the process of who you are going to become along the way is going to be so worth it. And so I want you to trust me on that, not because that's what somebody told me, but because I have been experiencing my own shift. And I just believe that I've been put on this earth to go through experiences, and we all have, so that we can have a testimony, so that we can help other women, so that we can have the kinds of conversations that folks just aren't having, right? We're not talking about enough of this with our friends at church or synagogue or wherever you go. We're not talking about it in our sororities, but these are real things that we're dealing with that somebody's got to talk about. And so that's why we have the Fearless Chick podcast. And so Alicia, all this is good. 
but help me get to the part where I can figure this out. What do I need to do? Number one, I want you to decide today that something has to change. Something. And when I say something has to change, I want to be the first to tell you that some of these things are going to be harder than others. There are several things that I have been changing, a couple things I still need to change in my life. When I think about the struggles that I have with my weight, and it's really not the weight, it's just frankly how I want to look and address. Uh, I'm still hearkening back to 35 and 30 um, when I wore a certain size and I liked the way I look. And I realized that even though I wanted to change, it's harder for me to make those changes. And so please don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, oh, today we're going to make a decision. It's going to be done. We're good. No, ma'am. It's going to take some work and there are going to be some things that are going to be easier than others. And so I want us to first acknowledge that. But decide today that you want something to change. Some things you have to decide that you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. The discomfort of what you're going through has to be greater than the discomfort of making the change. Let me say that again. The discomfort of what you're going through right now, waking up every day, going to a job that you despise and you're there because of the paycheck, but you are unhappy, you are deeply lonely, you are not using your skills and you aren't being paid what you're worth. Yeah, that thing. That discomfort that you feel right now has to be greater than the discomfort of making the change. So number two, I want you to really take some time to reflect on your life. Look at the areas like your faith, your family, your friends, your career, your overall quality of life. Ooh, that's a big one. Quality of life. I remember thinking, you know, I'm making a good amount of money, can't complain about much, married, got a beautiful daughter, have great friends, things are good. Except I looked around and realized I've been living in the same house for 15 years, sleeping in the same mattress for probably 10 of those years, and my house wasn't inspiring. My bedroom wasn't inspiring. I decided to do something kind of small, which was to get a new bedroom suit. I wanted to feel good about the space that I was laying my head dreaming, right, about the things that I would do with my life. And it made a huge difference for me to come home and be oh, feeling good about where I was going to sleep. Think about your quality of life, the car that you drive, the house that you live in, the things that you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis. Are you spending enough time with your mate? You're blessed enough to have a husband or a boyfriend or a partner. But are you more married to your job than you are to your mate? Are you giving your children the kind of time that they deserve? It's not about the quantity of time, but it's about the quality of time. Have you been promising yourself that you'll take a trip, but you never actually make it happen? You got the money. You just haven't done it. Have you been saying how much you miss having friends? And when you get to our age... Having friends is important, but it's not always easy. But then when you reflect on how good of a friend you've been, you have to take a step back and say, well, maybe that's why I don't have the kind of friendships that I really want. 
Or are you putting yourself in places to meet new friends? Are you too busy working all the time? Maybe you've been saying, you know what? I'm going to sign up for that evening workout class or I'm going to start this new hobby. But you keep focusing on everything and everyone else and you keep putting it off more and more. If any of these things apply to you, I want you to reflect on your life, your quality of life. And think about, am I living the life? Am I doing the things that I really want to do? Number three, I want you to take a look at your goals. And this is a big one. One of the biggest epiphanies that I've had in the last year is changing the way I set goals. And I'm going to do a whole podcast on this. I'm a goal setter, right? I'm a high achiever just like you, and I am the master of a checklist. So when I see things crossed off at the end of the day, woo, it brings me joy. But I read a book at the end of last year as I was getting ready to do my New Year's resolutions, as I always do. I read a book at the end of last year that really changed my life and changed the way I see how I set goals. It's called Code of the Extraordinary Mind. It's one of my favorite authors, uh, Vishen Lakhiani. And the author talks about the difference between end goals and means goals. So it turns out that I had spent my entire life focused on means goals. In other words, those things that are the means to the end. So get a college degree, get married, you save a certain amount of money each year. I remember every year I have my goals. I'm going to save this amount of money each year. I'm going to do this. I was setting smart goals. And that's really good when you're talking about a project at work. But it's not so good when those goals aren't really attached to an experience that you're trying to have. That it's mission driven. That it's about what you actually want to be and do in your life versus what's on a piece of paper and checking it off of a list. The problem was I hadn't taken the time to really think about why those things were important. I was choosing goals that were the means to the end, not the end themselves. And so I wonder if my goal was more than just to be married the first time, but instead I was thinking about what kind of marriage I wanted to experience. If maybe my choice in a mate would have been different. Or maybe I would have different types of relationships. So what are your ends goals? What is it that you're really trying to get to? It's not having a certain amount of money in the bank. What is it really about? Is it about financial security? Is it about making sure that you can save for a rainy day, send your baby to college? What is it really about? Because when you attach it to the experience and the thing that you really want, not only does it help you achieve the goal, but it helps you connect more to the life that you really want. And so as I said, I'll talk more about this in another episode, but I do want you to think about what kinds of goals you are setting and why you want those things. What you really should be asking yourself is, what do I want to experience? What kind of life do I want to have? And then when you ask those questions, your choices of goals might actually be quite different. So my question to you before I get to the final point or thing that I want you to do is, why are you in this season? What is it that you're supposed to be learning? I'm a strong believer that we never go through experiences for not. It's because God wants us to learn something. And I've also found that if you don't learn the lesson and change the behavior, you'll keep going through the same thing until you get it, right? We've all been there. 
What is God or the universe trying to tell you? What are the lessons you're supposed to be learning? And so number four is I want you to be intentional. Ooh, that's a good word. Intentional about what you do during this season, right? Because you're not here for no reason, right? You didn't get pushed out of that job. He didn't break up with you. You know, you didn't lose that loved one for nothing. It's a wake up call. I lost my sister-in-law over a year ago. And what I learned from that experience, I didn't know her a long time, but when she entered a room, she just lit up the space and she lived her best life. And in her death, when she was being memorialized and loved so much, I learned what it looks like and feels like to live a full life, even when you are gone from this earth at 34. God rest her soul. But she taught me in her death what to do in my life. And so why are you going through this season? Why are these things happening to you? Why haven't you been able to achieve that thing that you've been trying to do for so long? What is it that God is trying to show you? When you're being intentional about the season, I want you to imagine a sports team. Now, let's keep it real. I'm not a sports fanatic. I am not an expert on sports analogies. But I will tell you, I know enough to describe um, that when you're on a football or basketball team, there are some folks who are starters and then there are some folks who are on the bench. And when you're in a season of shift, this is your bench season. So you're watching your friends and people around you get the job, the man, the partner, the baby, the promotion, the whatever. And you're wondering, when is it going to be my turn? When am I going to be able to post all these beautiful pictures on Facebook about my life and my experiences? When am I going to get the thing that I've been pushing for and dreaming and praying about all of this time? And so, sis, you have two choices. You can sit here and be mad that you aren't out on the field, or you could decide that you're going to train and prepare yourself for the moment that the coach calls you in the game. What do I mean? I mean, when I was going through my season of no's, I couldn't seem to land the right superintendent job. I very well could have sat home feeling sorry for myself. I didn't necessarily know what I would do. Instead, I decided that I would read more. I would start going to therapy. I hired a life coach. And I set up meetings with people in careers that were aligned with my life's mission. I wasn't going to sit on the bench being mad that it wasn't my turn to play. I refused to be jealous of my friends who were catching their big break. I was there to celebrate with them because I knew my time was coming. I did not necessarily know what it was going to be or where my path would take me, but I've also had enough experiences in my life to know that usually when there's a closed door, it's because there's another opportunity coming that is much better. So I just had to hold on to my faith and my past experiences to know that something was going to be better. I had to believe that my moment, my opportunity, my thing was coming. And I wanted to be prepared when that moment came. And so there's nothing wrong with being on the bench. The question is, what are you going to do while you're on the bench? Now, some of you are saying, you know what, Alicia, I'm just waiting for clarity. I'm just going to keep working this job because I'm not sure what I want to do. And so I'm just going to wait. 
But I'm here to tell you, you've got to start doing some things. You've got to set up some meetings, reactivate with your sorority, join a networking group, get on a dating app, do something while you wait on the bench. Listen, I know this is an uncomfortable time right now. We're used to things going according to our plan because we're planners and things go according to what we decide and what we've been working for. But now it feels like things aren't moving and you don't understand what's going on. And it's because you're in this season of shift. And so I want to encourage you to let you know that you are right where you are supposed to be in this moment. God has a plan. Now, he may not let you in on it right now, but he has a plan. I need you to learn the lessons that you are supposed to learn. Be open to the feedback that's coming to you because it's coming. The question is, are you receptive to it? And sometimes you have to ask for it. Ask the people who are around you, who love you, who care about you, who have your best interest at heart to give you some feedback about who you are and what you're doing and what they are observing about you. Learn about yourself. Take this time to remind yourself of who you are and what you really want. And you will hear me talk about that a lot because I believe that we've spent so much time of our lives just doing. I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna get this award, I'm gonna go get involved with this club. You know, I'm going to have this nice resume builder. I'm going to take this class. But why? What is it that you're really trying to achieve? Who is it that you really are? The person that you said you wanted to be or the thing that you wanted to do when you were 12 years old, that somebody said that was impossible. So you completely gave up on that dream and went to do something completely different. Or you majored in the thing in college that your mama said to major in even though you weren't even passionate about it. And so here you are 10, 15, 20 years later doing something that you really don't enjoy. And I need you to be reminded that life is way too short to be living life for somebody else. And so it may not feel like it right now, but this season that you are in is a gift. Embrace it. So I wanna go back and go through the lessons very quickly. Number one, decide today that something has got to change. Number two, take the time to reflect on your life, who you are and what you want. Number three, know the difference between means goals and end goals and act like it. Number four, be intentional about the time on the bench. Henry David Thoreau said, to live in each season as it passes, Breathe the air, drink the drink, taste the fruit, and resign yourself to the influence of the earth. And for some of us, that's a lot to do because life is happening fast. We have major responsibilities. But I'm asking you to take the time to breathe the air, drink the drink, taste the fruit, enjoy this precious life that we've been given and live it the way you really, really want. All of this is happening for a reason. And so I hope you got something out of this episode today. If you did, take the time to share it with a sister you know that may be going through a season of shift. Subscribe, share, and please send me your ideas for upcoming podcasts as well as feedback about this one. I would greatly appreciate it. We're gonna continue to have these conversations. There are more episodes to come. 
in this season of shift and other episodes that you'll be able to download. I hope you'll write down these steps that we talked about and really reflect and do some journaling. You're worth the time and the investment to do this for yourself. Do this for yourself in this season of shift. And remember, be fearless. This is Alicia Cromartie, host of The Fearless Chick. Thanks for joining me. And remember to share with your girlfriends, your sisters, all the women in your life who need to be fearless. And follow us on social media at Fearless Goals. Go be fearless.